Welcome to Bourbon Beards and Belvedere's. I'm Adam. I'm Paul. And I'm Jerry. And today we got another whiskey to drink, another cigar to smoke, some more beer products to talk about. Um, as always, we're going to start out with our palate warmer. Uh, what are you guys working on there, fellas? I started out with a little Eagle Rare, which I picked up yesterday. It's a Buffalo Trace Masco number one, 90 proof. Um, harder and harder to find, but when I can find it, I grab it. I think I paid $44.99 for it, so a little over, but not too bad. I almost went with that, but the uh, bullet, the standard bullet bourbon was sitting in front of it, so I grabbed that one, 90 proof. It's been a while since I've poured some of this, so decided let's go for it. I went a little little higher end. Um, I don't know what this bottle costs because I didn't buy it. But my buddy gave it to me. He he bought it and then, you know, quit drinking. So it's a 14-year-old Sam Houston. Um, 98 proof. I honestly don't know who the hell makes this. Um, I know that it's distilled and aged in Bardstown. Mash bill, 74% corn, 18% rye, and 8% malted barley. Uh, they got some nice details on... I mean, you know, batch number, batch size, barrel date, age at bottling, uh, non-chill filter. The barrel staves are number four char, um, aged in American white oak. And it tells you the bottle number and uh, how many. So 248 of 486. So really speaking to transparency there, which I like. Um, this is a good whiskey. I've only gotten into this bottle about twice since he gave it to me. He gave it to me for my birthday this past May. Um, good stuff. If you guys have never had it, I'll have to get you guys some samples. Or if you have, you know that it's good. Yeah, I've had it. It's definitely good. Yeah, so my thanks to Daniel for this bottle. He probably won't hear this because I don't think he listens to podcasts, but um good bottle good stuff so you guys watching any football right now yep i got the red zone on my phone just kind of keeping up the tabs uh panthers shit the bed today so just looking for something to brighten my mood gary no i no i'm outside we haven't put a tv out yet um and i was at work today so the only game that i saw was the 930 Jags Bills game. Um Ugh. mainly because I work for the the company that runs the stadium. So it's all over the place. Uh other than that, I haven't really seen much football today. Well right now I'm watching the Broncos and the Jets and the Rams and the Eagles on my on my computer. I've got Kansas City and Minnesota and Cincinnati and Arizona on my television here behind me. And I'd be lying if I said I wasn't um, silently rooting for Kirk Cousins and company. Um, he's been around for a long time. I'd like to see him with Super Bowl ring. But not at the expense of my my bills <laughs> but 
right now, at least, you know, I can I can cheer for him against the Chiefs because fuck the Chiefs. Unless you listen to this show and you're a Chiefs fan, and then go Chiefs because keep listening. I, at least you have something to cheer for. I'm a Panthers fan, and I can't even cheer for them to lose and get a higher draft pick because we already traded the damn thing away. So it's just uh, just going to have to get through this one, get through this year, and just hope for the offseason. Who was it they, they traded to? Um, hold on. Don't tell me. Um, it wasn't Washington, was it? Chicago. Chicago, that's right. They were talking about that the other night in the in the – the bears and commanders game. And uh, that's going to, I mean, that's going to suck. I mean, the bears are arguably going to, I mean, they're probably going to end up with the first pick of the draft. Cause they're so terrible. So they'll end up with the first and the second pick of the draft. Yep. So where's fields going next year? <laughs> he ain't going to be a bear. He, he is wasted talent in Chicago. Let's, let's be honest about it. He's, yeah, he definitely is. And that's a sad thing because Caleb Williams is going to go there and hopefully not be wasted talent. Well, we'll see. So, all right, let's get to the whiskey of the week. Shall we? Let's do it. All right. So this week's whiskey of the week is, uh, Still Haven. Look, it's five years old, and it was sent to us by Paul. Paul, why don't you fill us in on the details there? So, Still Haven is um, uh, one that I had never had before. Before I got this bottle, I just came across it. Um, it's from the Barton 1792 Distillery. Um, it's for five years, and not a whole lot that I could really find online about it. I don't know if you guys were able to find any kind of backstory. I couldn't even find a mash bill. Um, I no. assume it, yeah, I assume it's just the regular Barton 1792 mash bill. Um, but I thought it was pretty good for the price. Um, and uh, I think it was like right around $30 if I recall. And so we'll say my, my total wine has it for $36.99. Yeah, I think that's probably because I think I did get it from total wine. Um, I think from the looks of it, it's one of their in-house labels. I could be wrong, but that's what it seems like. Um, I'm sure it is. I mean, just about every single bottle of Tona wine nowadays is their in-house label. Yeah. But it's it's pretty decent. I mean, it's not not fantastic, but I liked it enough to share a pour with you guys and see what you thought. Um I get just, you know, it tastes younger than five years to me. Um, and I get just, you know, corn, caramel, um, maybe a little bit of like a citrus thing, but it's not like a lemon or orange, maybe like a, like a pineapple maybe or something, some weird tangy thing at the end. What do you guys think? On the nose, I can get a little pineapple, um, but I haven't taken a drink yet, so let's see. Yeah, yeah. the nose, it's sweet, and there's a little bit of, like you said, an off citrus or fruit note in there. Um, then, yeah, I don't, definitely smells young. Um, 
that Joe Biden whiskey smells young. <laughs> yeah. yeah, towards the back end, I get that little bit of like, um, I don't want to say bitter, but uh, um, like a bitter sourish, kind of like a pineapple esque note in there. I can see that. Yeah, I'd say it's not a bad bottle if you come across it to try, but in that price range, you can grab better. I don't know. It's not bad. Spice on the palate. What's that? Yeah, no, it's... Say it's 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 sweet on the the palate with a nice little spice to it. Has it's actually sticking around a little bit more this second and third sip. Um, there's definitely some kind of heart sweetness towards the end um that's like paul said is like a a citrus-esque note um i wouldn't really say berry or fruit it's definitely something a little bit brighter than those but yeah for 30 35 bucks 30 well 37 bucks i wouldn't be mad having this on the shelf yeah it's got its place it's just that 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 weird tangy citrus note is kind of, I think for me, where I'd probably tend to grab something else uh, over this at that price point. But some people might like that note. I was it's thinking definitely, definitely unique. Um, it's not a note that I come yeah. across a lot. So if you you know if you see it, definitely try it and get your thoughts on it because it, it is a more unique note that I would pull out of a whiskey. Throwing in a cocktail or some kind of mixed drink. If that that note stays with it, it'd be it'd be a good cocktail. Yeah, this might make a pretty decent old fashioned. Now that I think of it, mm -hmm. I don't mind it the way it is, to be honest with you. But I mean, it, it is probably not something that I'm going to gravitate towards for that price. But I'm not mad at it. I don't I don't hate it. I'm getting. Like a um, like a tropical fruit bubblegum note. That's what it is. And like you were saying, it was like a tangy pineapple. I'm getting like a tropical fruit bubblegum style note towards the end. Yeah, that probably summarizes it a little bit better because it's definitely not pineapple. And I was kind of thinking peach on my second sip, but it's not that either. It's like a, it's like a. Yeah, like a tropical fruit flavor, like where yeah. you know a company tries to mix a bunch of, you know, fruits into one, and it, it's definitely distinct. And so I think you might have nailed it with like fruit striped gum or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's once I I found that, and I can't think of what what the name brand of that gum is, but I I could see it, and that's all I'm tasting now. Finish is decent. Not the longest, but it, it sticks around for a little bit. Yeah, no, it's got a pretty decent finish. That note carries through on the finish. Um, yeah, like I said, not bad at all. I think everybody should try it because it is a unique pour. Um, I'm looking forward to trying it in an old fashion now that we have been talking about it. The first couple pours of this I, I had, I enjoyed, but I haven't gone back to it much because of that note. But like I said, I think for me, it probably will go fantastic in an old fashioned, which I love making. Yeah, um, over neat, just because that that tropical flavor for me is not something that I'm going to be seeking out. 
Well, on that note, uh, yeah, how are you guys feeling about it with the cigar? Has Paul lit it up yet? Yes, I got to relight it because I let it sit. But um, yeah, this cigar is um, so far. I mean, I'm just getting into it, but uh, I mean, it's a well constructed cigar. It's very tight. Yeah, it very. Is. It's a heavy cigar. I was surprised at how heavy it was in my hand when I pulled it out of the wrapper. Um, first couple puffs have been great. I mean, we can get into what it is here. Um, it's the uh, Stillwell Star by Dunbarton Cigars. And we're, we have, we all have the same one, right? The English number 27. Yep. The English number 27. It's a six by 52. Um, so this one was recommended from my local uh, cigar shop here in Jacksonville, Dapper D's. Um, a couple, uh, it was a couple weeks ago, I was picking up some uh, Liga Favada number nines for these two. And uh, the guy asked me if I heard about these. And I said, no. He goes, you know who uh, Steve Saka is? And I said, yeah. And he's the he was the Drew Estate CEO. He he left to make this new the new Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust because he wanted his own thing. And uh, this is his new lineup of uh, cigars. And uh, he started telling me about it, and I was like, this sounds is interesting. So I grabbed some and sent them out to these guys so we could try them. It is a uh, Ecuadorian Habano Maduro wrapper. The binder is a Mexican San Andreas wrap, and the uh, the filler is the is the kicker. It's a Nicaraguan long filler leaves, which are blended with Burley and Turkish pipe tobaccos, as well as a Cypriot Latakia pressed cake. And it's a Nicaraguan origin. Um, they say it's a full bodied cigar, but it's definitely not full for me. It's more of a medium. Uh, so he's taken. So Steve Saka is. He's a obviously a big fan of cigars. He's one of the greats, and he wanted to combine his two loves of tobacco of of uh, cigars and pipes, smoking pipes. So he put pipe tobacco in the cigar and did a fan damn fine job with it. I'll say that. Yeah, definitely. Um, like I said, I'm just getting into it, but it's um, I would say yeah, it's mild to medium. Um, it's very unique. Um, I think that's because of the pipe tobacco oh. blend. Um, but I get a little bit of like peppery spiciness right off the jump, and then there's a lot of like wood, like cedar or hickory. A lot um, of earthiness. Yeah, a lot of earthiness. Um, a little bit of sweet though too. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's it's not like Super sweet, but there's a little hint of sweetness in there too uh, on the exhale. Yeah. Which is kind of nice. I'm I'm not versed at all in pipe tobaccos, um, and I probably should have looked them up before we got into this, but I didn't. So I don't know if that ha one of those has um, a sweetness to it or not. I know the pressed cake is has its own unique uh, taste and and smell profile to it, but I've never had it. I've, I haven't smoked a pipe. I want to, but I've never gotten into it, so I don't know what what that puts towards it. Um, but yeah, taking it right out of the cellophane, it it punches you in the nose with with some tobacco smells and everything like that. It's it's definitely a very unique cigar that I am enjoying a lot. 
unique is a good way to put it. Um, I'm the outlier here because I actually, this is not my thing. I, I, I put it out. Um, it's probably because of that pipe tobacco. There's just something that was not sitting well with my stomach. Um, and <clears throat> it is well-constructed. It is heavy as hell. It does smell fantastic, but there's something about it when I lit it up immediately that just didn't sit right with me. Um, I, I'm sure that, uh, you know, this gentleman's going to put out a whole bunch of other stuff. That's, that's really, really good. And right up my alley because Liga Pravada, uh, number nines are some of my favorite cigars. Um, but this is not it for me. So with that, I'm going to step back as far as, um, my opinions on the pairing with the whiskey, because I don't really have an opinion to provide. Yeah. So, uh, while Steve Saka was at Drew Estates, um, he wanted a so a cigar that was meant for the rollers and the high end execs, but he wanted to put it out towards to us, the the, the common people, and that's where the legal provider lineup came from. So he was the man behind that, but he wanted he wanted to do something else. He wanted to be the one that had input with what tobacco goes into it, what gets rolled and everything like that. So that's why he started this up. He has his hand every stitch of the way, putting these cigars together. So he's able to pick what blend he wants to go together and all that other stuff. So, um, it's a hundred percent him. Um, I grabbed these for $15 and 30 cents each. Um, at, uh, at my local shop, you could also get a box of 13, for one one seventy nine, and on JR Cigars, a box of thirteen is one sixty nine ninety nine, which comes out to about thirteen. I think it's thirteen bucks, uh, thirteen fifty a cigar. So you save two bucks a cigar if you go that route. But yeah, no, I really enjoy it. I mean, obviously we're split here um, on our reactions to it, but I really enjoy it. I think, like the whiskey, it's very unique, and you should try it. Um, and I think it pairs very well with the whiskey because that note that I yeah. didn't really gravitate towards with the um, whiskey, um, it kind of softens that. So I really like the pairing. Yeah, the I was about to say the the weird the weird sweetness from the cigar pairs up with that weird sweetness of the of the whiskey, and they they balance each other out nicely. Um, Get nice, nice spice off the, the cigar. Still a lot of earthiness. Um, very aromatic, very smoky, um, as you would expect from pipe tobacco. Um, going towards the band, it's a elegant band, I would say. Nice little uh, dark blue, almost navy blue with some gold lines and a star in the middle and and the foot was a a band that had the um the english number 27 on it they have four different other uh offerings and uh they all have different 
style or different um proportions there we go different proportions of pipe tobacco and cigar tobacco put into it so they have a, a beginner one that it's supposedly a lot more it's 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 like a flavored cigar the guy was telling me and i was like oh not not, not trying to get the flavored cigars um and then he said other ones are a little bit more heavy on the spices he said this one is is a is a good in between of them and a good uh good way to start out on this this brand so i'm enjoying yeah. it a lot yeah it's definitely it's, not one i'm going to go to all the time but a uh an occasional when you want to change it up a bit definitely a, a good one to, to pull out of the humidor yeah absolutely i'm definitely going to pick a few of these um just for the the uniqueness i guess um it's definitely the more i drink this uh still haven it's pulling a lot of sweet notes out of it more so than before um so definitely pairs well with this whiskey in particular and i'm definitely looking forward to our, our next four pairing with it because i've had that one and that one is the notes that i get on that one i think might really go well with this cigar too so uh yeah. we'll get to that we'll get to that in a little bit here but uh yeah i'm really liking the cigar i definitely will pick up a few more Fair enough. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I don't know what's going on with me today. I'm, I may have enjoyed it uh, on a different day. Who knows? Don't let my opinion sway you. Try it out for yourself, like they said. But um, yeah. So let's move on to the beer product, guys. Um, this week we uh, we we tried out Artius Man beard oils. Um, there is a five pack sampler that you can get for free. It's pay shipping. Um, I believe that we all pretty much got different, different scents. I got midnight rod, humidor, spiced latte, restoration, and black coffee. Uh, there's a couple of them that I'm not real big fans of. Um, humidor, spiced latte, and black coffee are, are the three favorites that I have. Um, Black coffee really stuck out at me just because of the name. And uh, it smells like you've rubbed your face with coffee grounds before you left the house. It's very, very strong. And it's actually so strong that I had to put some uh, humidor into my beard to kind of tamp that down just a bit. Um, my only qualm with this particular brand is that how strong that is. It was it was overpowering the others. Not so much. Um, there's one of these that smells like pine needles. The other one smells like, uh, licorice. Those are just, you know, it's not, not, not necessarily overpowering, but those are just scents that I don't particularly enjoy, but this is black coffee. While it does smell good, it's a little strong. So if I had any advice to give to someone that does a thing that I don't do, which is make beard oil, it would be to maybe dial that back a notch. It's, it's pretty strong. But um, the oils, you know, do what you want them to do. They moisturize your beard. They help re-moisturize your face. They're not greasy. They don't come off in your hands. They're not made with bullshit. They're made with all natural ingredients. Um, I definitely, personally, would give this company an A+. Um, the scents aren't necessarily exactly what's described on the website, with the exception of the black coffee, because holy Christ, but um, otherwise, they they 
they've got a pretty good product here. I'm I'm impressed. How about you guys? Yeah, I went with the humidor, orange grove, citrus fire, three wood, and the E4. Um, citrus fire is a mellow but very unique citrus spice formula, which uh you start thinking of like a uh, an apple spice or a pumpkin spice. It's that same thing, but with citrus, obviously. Uh, I enjoyed that one. Orange Grove is basically citrus with a little bit of woodiness behind it, which was a nice change of pace, a nice bright orange. Uh, the humidor, I was uh, iffy with. It's cherry, vanilla, and tobacco. When I put it on, I got a very strong, um, like, red uh gummy bear or like a, a cherry um jello note that very potent and then it kind of faded into like a, a red hot candy which then faded into like a tobacco smoke so once it faded into that and the tobacco smoke and a little bit of cherry was sitting there it was fantastic but for that first hour or so that cherry note and that uh that like red hot was just too much um, but once it died down, it was fantastic. Uh, the three wood, they say it's a cologne scent with notes of different woods. Uh, it was straight up just shop class, just wood, um, which I didn't really, I was hoping to be a little bit more, but I don't know. It's three wood. So there's not really much you could think. And then the E4 I grabbed because it's their original scent. Um, it says earthy citrus scent which is typically what I go for. And uh, I didn't really look into it when I was pulling these samples out. Uh, so I went back to it because there was a note in there I don't typically like, um, which is patchouli. And uh, they have that as, so it says, woodsy hints of cedarwood, patchouli combined with citrus scents of bergamot, grapefruit, and mandarin. It's the ultimate manly scent. The patchouli is definitely the background of it. Um, it's that citrus woodsy note comes out a lot. I was a big fan of this one, which was surprised me. I thought I was going to like that the least. And I grabbed it just because it's their, the scent they use as a base for all their other scents. Um, big fan of that one. Um, oil was great. I like their, a thicker consistency oil, uh, which I liked it. Uh, it helped shape the beard a little bit more versus like the, the thinner stuff that you have to throw a, a wax or a balm or a butter in to kind of shape it up. So that was kind of nice. Um, but yeah, I, big fan of these, the scents themselves, like me and Adam both said, were a little iffy, um, with, well, with what they had on their pack, like the name of them, but overall I liked them. Um, I want to try some others from them and, uh, yeah, good, good stuff. Yeah, I'll echo a couple things you said because um, I found myself this week going through these samples and not having to use balm as much um, yeah. because it is a thicker oil. It's you know very good quality. You can tell just by the feel of it in your hand and when it's on your face. I mean, it really it really moisturizes. That's a good job. It's all natural and organic ingredients, which you know we like here. And um, I really like this product. Um, I went with the Tinderbox. The IPA, the three wood, the humidor, and the winter chill. Um, the tinderbox 
was I like the scent. It was you know what I expected. Same with the IPA. The IPA smells different in kind of in your hand than it does on your face. I didn't really like the scent in the hand, but once I put it in my beard, I I liked it. Um, the three wood, like Jerry said, was was wood. I mean, you get it's on the label, which shouldn't expect anything different, which is nice. I, I like that. I like that smell of fresh cut wood. Um, the humidor, that was my one note. It's funny you said that was cinnamon red hot. And I love it. Yeah. I, I, I went right when I smelled that one, when I got these five and I opened them all up and put my nose in, that was the first note that jumped out with cinnamon red hots. It does fade um, when it's in your beard, which I would honestly like it not to fade. I want a cinnamon red hot beard oil now. <laughs> um, but I really like that humidor scent. Um, but my favorite was the winter chill, which was surprising because that's the one I didn't think I would like that much. Um, it's like a tea tree oil eucalyptus scent to me. Um, it really opens up your sinuses and it's, I, I really like that. I've, I've used more of that one than the other ones this week. So um, overall, I mean, great company, great products. They got products for your face, your hair, your body. Uh, they even have shaving products, um, but products for your beard, obviously. They also make um, candles and wax melts mm -hmm. out of these scents. Um, so if you want a quote unquote manly scented candle, um, they got you covered there. Um, and like, said before they got the free beard oils to try that out and um check them out i mean i'm really really pleased with this company yeah so arduous means complete or perfect um so arduous man stands for like the complete man which i don't know if they meant for it that way i'm sure they did they, they're a one-stop shop for men grooming man's gro men's grooming let me get that right one-stop shop for a men's grooming between the, the they got shampoo, conditioner, um, face cleaner, uh, hand and, and body lotion, all that other stuff. Um, uh, great stuff. They, their oils. We didn't mention it yet. I don't think, uh, ingredients are castor seed oil, which is the reason for the thickness to it. Um, you got sunflower seed oil, jojoba oil, shea seed shea seed oil argan oil marlu marula oil baobab oil and vitamin e and uh one thing that they are big with are they are all essential oils for the the scents they don't use any fragrance oils which is probably the reason why they're so potent in the smell um that they they, they use that instead of the, the fragrance oils which are usually um watered down or dialed back a bit and then that uh free sample code that we were talking about uh you have to use their five count sample pack and you use code five the number five and then f-r-e-e -E, so five free if not it's 1999 plus shipping uh which i think shipping was only like five bucks eight bucks somewhere around there um i forgot to write that down so i'm not 100 percent sure um so like 25 bucks and they're five milliliter sample bottles. They're not like these small sample bottles that a lot of these companies send out. So you get 25 milliliters for 20 something bucks after shipping when their standard 30 milliliter bottle that you, you, you get if you just order one oil is 22 bucks. So definitely priced, uh, nicely and, and definitely, uh, very affordable for what they are. 
Yeah, and uh, we do have a um, a discount link. We don't have a code for Artius Man yet. I'm working on that, but uh, we do have a link. It's it's been posted in the uh, Instagram post for this particular episode. It will also be going on the website at some point, um, very very soon. Trying to get some things you- worked out with a couple other. And they'll be on the, it'll be on the beacons page, which you can find on the Instagram uh, profile as well. So, yeah. So be sure to check out the website and the beacons and we'll, uh, we'll get those on there here pretty soon when we have the codes and have everything worked out. Let's move on to this pours on me. This pours on me was provided by Jerry. Um, it's going to be an ASW soloist. It's going to be coming in at 115.2 proof. I'm going to shut the fuck up and let Jerry tell us about it. Yeah, so um, a gentleman that goes by the Whiskey Fly on Instagram, um, if you're not following him, definitely go check him out. Great content, great guy in general. Um, him and a few other buddies went out to ASW, which is in Atlanta, Georgia, and did a couple picks. And I was lucky enough to grab both of the picks. And this one is a Fiddler Sodalist. It is, I believe, the first fast strength um, soloist to not be a uh, distillery-only release. I could be wrong with that one, um, but I'm pretty sure it is. It has it's a four grain. It's a mash bill of 56% corn, 14% wheat malt, 10% rye malt, 10% Munich malt, um, 7% rouch smoked malt, and 3% chocolate rye malt. Um, and they say it's a four grain because the Munich malt, the smoked malt, and uh are both uh malted barley and it is like adam said 115.2 proof um it's five years old in a spiral cut barrel and it is uh named breakfast in a glass so if you guys want to take a sip of that uh i'll uh once we get a notes i'll tell you the notes that they they put on for it yeah it's definitely um cinnamon toast crunch i mean that's the note that jumps out to me i mean i'll this is different than their normal. I've had the soloist before, but this is obviously a pick. Um, but it definitely, that cinnamon toast crunch carries through. That's what I remembered about this whiskey when I had it before. Um, it's like a little bit of maybe some like cola and chocolate. Like there's some richer notes to it too. Um, but maybe a little bit of nuttiness too. But that cinnamon toast crunch for me, it just kind of jumps out of the glass. I get cinnamon toast crunch, but I, I get... Um... And I, I get a little bit of chocolate, but it's it's more cocoa than it is chocolate and um, coffee. I get some black coffee on the finish. Yeah. I get a lot of that 
cocoa chocolate. Um, that definitely that cereal from the, all the the malt. Um, they have the nose of chocolate, honey, brown sugar, ma maple, and pepper, which goes along with that all those cereals and whatnot. And then uh, the palate is chocolate, smoked maple, bacon, coffee, caramel, and warmed butter pastry. Well, I can't yeah. say I agree with the butter pastry because I've, no. I've never had a butter pastry. So I don't know what the fuck that is, but I don't get any butter at all. Um, it's really good, though. It's really fucking good. I'll say that. But, yeah, um, mostly cereals, chocolates, coffee, those types of things for me. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, definitely pairs well with this cigar, too. I was looking forward to the pairing. Um, it brings out, like I think, like it did with the first whiskey, the Stillhaven. It brings out a sweetness to it after puffing on the cigar and going back to this. Um, it's... I mean, it, yeah, it just it's a great pairing. Um, it brings out sweetness. It makes me think of, yeah, breakfast in a glass. I mean, Cocoa Puffs and Cinnamon Toast Crunch mixed together in a bowl. I mean, that's that's I can't get my head away from yeah. that now. Yeah, and uh, ASW does pot still uh, distilling. So it's not the typical column still like a lot of the other whiskey and bourbon um distilleries are doing they're still using that pot still which gives it a little bit of of, of of a of a funk that a lot of people don't like but um i don't remember the first time i tried an asw but the ever since i tried i don't remember what the product was but the first time i tried it i've i've loved everything they, they've put out since um i've been to the distillery once actually earlier this year it was cool as hell um so if you haven't had any ASW or you've been wondering if you should, definitely should. Yeah, I really like everything I've had from them, uh, aside from one whiskey, which we will not talk about. Um, yeah, but... <laughs> I don't even think that's uh, – yeah, I just put that out of my mind for them. <laughs> yeah, their uh, tire fire, which um, sums up the taste which if you, in the name. If you liked, if you like peated whiskey – You'll you'll like that one, maybe because like I don't. Yeah, I don't like peated whiskey at all. So maybe, but no. um, that's one of the worst things I've ever had in my entire life. That that that's worse than Malort. It's worse than some of these non-alcoholic whiskeys that they're putting out. But um, everything else from ASW I've had has been fantastic. The Resurgence Rise, one of my favorite rise. Um, this yes. is this is fantastic. I mean, this pick is great, but just the regular bottle of Soloist is fantastic. So I really like uh, ASW Distillery. Yeah, that resurgence rise, definitely. If it's not my top rise, definitely top three. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, strangely, uh, I think it's time to 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 wrap this one up it's it's a lot lot quicker than normal but uh, i think that concludes another episode of bourbon beards and belvedere's um don't forget to check out these products that we reviewed here that's artiusman.com a-r-t-i-u-s-m-a-n.com dunbartoncigars.com 
And uh, I don't know. I guess you'll have to look up uh, Still Haven on Total Wine, or maybe you can find some information about it on Barton's website, which would be barton1792.com. Although I don't think they have anything on there. Or maybe it's yeah, just... I, haven't, I didn't see anything about that whiskey. Never, I was even trying to find reviews and didn't see anything. No, I take that back. It's 1792distillery.com. So, at any rate, uh, aswdistillery.com for the soloist. And uh, don't forget to uh, check out our website at bourbonbeardsandbelvedeers.com and um, you know, like, rate, and review if you want to help us continue to grow. Um, give us good feedback or bad feedback, whatever you feel like. We're open and receptive. As always, um, enjoy your whiskey and your cigars responsibly. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Beards and Belvedere's is produced by Adam Bolden, Paul Rousseau, and Jerry Ullman. Editing by Adam Bolden. Music by Ryan Johnson. You can find the links to all our social media accounts on our website at bourbonbeardsandbelvedere's.com. As always, enjoy your bourbon and cigars responsibly. Cheers. Cheers.